Spurs and Culture podcast. I'm Rosa and I'm joined today by Lauren. Hello, Lauren. Hello, 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 hello. You're seeing me through this. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I feel like, where did that come from? Especially as I've literally just been complaining to you about my COVID recovery. So (laughs) apologies in advance, everyone, if I just like go off in a coughing fit or whatever. Um, But I'm upright, which is an improvement. (laughs) (laughs) Baby Um, steps. Yeah, exactly. That's all we can do. Unlike the Oscar nominations, we will be recognising the excellent work done by women this weekend as we look back at Sunday's slightly chaotic win over West Ham. We're also going to look forward to our Conti Cup game against Southampton in the week and then a showdown with the inevitable Bunny Shaw. Can we restrict (laughs) her to just a brace? To dare us to do. We'll also preview the other Man City game and, of course, give you our culture picks. So... On Sunday, West Ham were blown away, pun intended, by a superstar (laughs) performance from Grace Clinton. And here, I think I'm contractually obligated to say she can never leave because she can never leave, right? Yeah, like, I just, watching her, I'm just, like, we, whatever it, honestly, whatever it costs, I just, Mm -hmm. I think for our own mental health, like, we just genuinely put the bid in. Even if they reject it, We've got we need to, to know they've done yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like we need to know that they, they because when you look at her, her talent, um, and how good she is, and how much potential she has, she deserves to be at a club where she. I think she's a hundred percent confident that she's going to play. Yeah, and she's in an environment where she's going to thrive. Um, and there's no guarantee that she'll she'll get that when she goes back to United. That being said, if I was, if anyone at United has literally has any sense, they wouldn't sell her. But I think you just don't know with that club, right? That's the, the good thing about yeah. it. The thing that gives us hope is you just don't know because that club is basically a bin fire um, with terrible managers in charge across both teams. I love, I feel like every time we mention Grace Clinton from now to the end of the season, it's just going to be our sales pitch to her, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's proper like pick Grace, me, Grace choose me, love me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a girl. I have to be <laughs> yeah, no, Please play with my football team. Um, yeah. t- okay, so we won 4-3 in the end. Um, we were 3-1 up at one point and most of that was to do with Grace. She scored two goals and assisted Celine Bizet's. Um, that was our second goal. Now... Like for for real though, talk me through Grace's performance because it was a a crazy night. The gale yeah. force winds, like bought the like just everything was completely chaotic. But she powered through it, right? Yeah, I think I will start off by saying if I ever try to go to a game in a storm again, please stop me. Because okay, noted. I, I, like <laughs> the wind was unbelievable. How they actually managed to kind of get through that game in the conditions credit to like to, to both teams because it was the the conditions were really testing i mean could you but, actually like um, see anything because even at home like the camera work was actually like like mess like was actually making me feel sick yeah it was like i mean we were kind of where we were in the terraces we were not that far away from one of um sky's cameras pitch side but it was just 
yeah it was it, it it was it was crazy and i think there's a video of i think uh on on socials of um christy muist like, when she's trying to like take the corner um, <laughs> yeah, and the corner and flag and then flying the away flag, yeah and then you've got the full, um um the assistant ref is like trying to like hold the flag hold the flag for her like it was it was crazy but i think at the same time like go, like going back to grace it it was I mean, she didn't play in the FA Cup the, the week before. They said she was ill. She didn't look like somebody who he, he, he was ill. She just, nope. from minute one, I think she was just on it. I think she has that ability. I mean, United played um, Chelsea earlier and you kind of saw the effect that Lauren James has. And I think Grace has that kind of natural ability to, when they're there and in the moment, they can win games by themselves. And that's... Almost what she did. To be fair, Jess Nath did win the game for her. I know. Oh, we're, um, we're gonna we're but, gonna get to yeah. Jess. Don't worry but, about that. Um, I'm loving this comparison though. Yeah, I, I genuinely like. I look at her and I think she's got similar levels of talent. I think obviously, like Lauren James, is just a couple years ahead of um, playing proper like first team football in the, in in the WSL. But I look and Gra- I look at Grace and think she's she's you know, in terms of her actual technical ability um, and her strength. I, you, you look at you know Serena Regan must be looking at her thinking I've got to try and build a team uh, around her as well because she's just you know she can she can pretty much dribble out of nothing yeah um, she just and because, whatever trouble yeah. she got into she got out of yeah um, I don't think we've I, got another player like that really no I think we've What's got that good, yeah good technical ball players but somebody likes like players like Celine but none of them mm. are strong as Grace is and I think she's the type of person that if if you're someone in the team and you're like oh my god I'm getting pressed here you know you can give the ball to her um and and she'll look after it and most of the time you know if there's two or three players she'll emerge with the ball um yeah so yeah and I think so kind of yeah maybe the sort of Musa Dembele vibes yeah like, you know I don't use she... I don't use that comparison lightly yeah. as you know <laughs> yeah but you know it's it's similar to that somebody that just is really difficult. You can't press them because yeah. they are literally just like press resistant. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, we're seeing the side to a game now where she's, the finishing's coming. Um, but I think we're seeing that improvement across the whole team where it looks like um, we've kind of got the style and we've got the pattern of play, but we're actually finishing off the chances um, as well now. And I think left foot, right foot, she's comfortable off both. Um yeah, the second so, yeah. one of the goals is on her weaker foot, right? Mm. But it's yeah. still so powerful. Yeah. So you, I, to be honest, I look at her and I actually don't know whether it's her left foot or her right foot. That's the stronger foot. Um, but yeah, you, yeah, she's she's phenomenal. Um, I think it's great talent idea. I think for us to actually bring her on loan. Um, but I think. Robert and the coaching staff and her teammates, they deserve a lot of credit. I think Bristol do as well because she was on loan there last season in the championship. Of but course, yeah. We're providing an environment. Um, we're not just Grace, but young players can come and they can thrive and we can see them, you know, whether it's Celine, whether it's Jess, they get, they're getting better um, as the season progresses. So I think, you know, it, we've got a, a manager that's got a good style of play, but we've also got a manager that can coach and develop and improve players so and the players are really feeling that as well you can really Mm. see it and I think yeah because we don't want to spend all our time on Grace because also there is that sort of terrible feeling that at the end of the season she's just going to break our hearts and leave us but I think she does 
she sort of represents what's happening to this team, right? Because like, even how good we thought she was at the beginning of the season, I think she's improved incredibly. That just that performance, and I don't know if that's like, if she'll be able to necessarily like repeat it like week in week out. That's the kind of thing when you're that young, it, it's not going to happen straight away, right? It takes time. Mm. Like even you know, even Lauren James doesn't do it, and like you know, third Lauren, Lauren Hemp doesn't doesn't do it week <laughs> in week out either. <laughs> yeah. No, so no. exactly, um, we we do we have our ranking of Laurens on this pod. Um, you can guess who our number one is, of course. So <laughs> I think you know that will come, but just the way that that we've seen it develop over the past few months, and I think it's true for all of the team, and I think obviously her BFF Celine is another example of that because that was a brilliantly like it was a great assist, but it was a brilliantly taken goal. Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like at the beginning of the season, like, you know, Celine's stocks were high. And I know, man. We were like, then... we were drunk on her. And then it was like, oh, is <laughs> yeah. it going to happen? Mm. Yeah. And then it was like, come on, Celine, please. We've been picking you up. Do something. <laughs> and now we're, now we're seeing over the last kind of few games that, that I think, you know, she's feeling confident and she's developing. And I think that kind of potential that, that we saw when she first signed, um, that us as Spurs fans, we we saw it because she plays for us and we love her. But other people, I think other teams in the league are starting to notice. And I think mm-hmm. now we're looking like we've got a front three where you can't just think, oh, let me stop Beth England or let me try and stop Martha because we've literally got we've got talent and we've and we've got depth across both sides of the pitch. Um so yeah, I think, you know, fantastic through ball from Grace, but really calm and composed finish from Celine. And I think you can see that like that she's kind of happy and she's thriving. Um, so yeah, I love Celine her swagger, man. Again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's such a confident yeah. player, and I really love that. Mm. And one of the things I especially love about her is I think she bounces back really well from bad performances. Mm. She doesn't seem to get sort of stuck. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think Robert spoke about that kind of in a uh, in an interview where he kind of you know just had a word with her and said, "Come on." Um, yeah. So I think yeah, it just it just shows that yeah the, the the squad. I mean, to be fair, it's not just the young players, but they're able to kind of not carry performances with them, but they buy into the project and, and the team that we're building. And actually, we're able to attract players who a year ago we just, they just wouldn't have signed for us. Um, so yeah, I think you know, good times. I'm just glad we got the win because I know we'll discuss. Kind of yeah. bad, but yeah, yeah it, it was. It we'll was definitely nice. like, get to that. Is, yeah, yeah. This is our, I, I would say, our real kind of attainable derby where we need to assert our dominance. I expect us to go to when we play West Ham. We should be getting three points, and we haven't always. We've been really unlucky um, and annoying. We've had so it was terrible just nice luck there, man. Yeah, like, really. I bad. didn't really realize it until you guys reminded me. Like, Kit Graham did her ACL. Just yeah. like, oh my god, all sorts of horror shenanigans. Were you surprised actually by how resilient West Ham were? Um, I, I, do you know, I thought going into the game they're going to try something because I think, you know, they the week before they took Chelsea to extra time um, in the of FA course, Cup. So yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, and then you saw coming kind of the signings, obviously, Shalina's gone there, but she couldn't play. Um, but, you know, disappointing, but I, I understand her needs to play. But, you know, um, Gory's came in. 
um, Christy Mumis is there. So you kind of look and think they have actually added a bit of quality. They've added a bit of steel. Um, and you can kind of, in a way, Rianne, when she was our manager and how she used the January window to try and keep us up, you can kind of see that she's doing the same thing at West Ham. Yeah. So I was thinking, mm, okay, they're going to give us a game. Um, but I was actually shocked by how well we started because for the, you know, until the substitution, we were pretty much playing them off the park. Like it, yeah, it, we you were know, by far, we, yeah, maybe not by, by far, far the better, better team. team. But, I think it was more the way we played, right? You could see mm. that they were like a decent sort of solid side. They they looked more like an actual sort of Rianne Skinner side in the way that mm. kind of we used Backs to be against more, the right? wall, trying to counter-attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we obviously had like more talent mm. and a more sort of fluid, potent style of play, right? Yeah. Um, and I think we were in control um, of, of the first kind of chunk of the game. Um, but yeah, I think it just kind of became very like chaotic. But <laughs> people you look know? at the result and think 4-3, <laughs> but it wasn't really a 4-3 game. We, we should have won by... Uh, which it was ultimately, yeah. yeah, it was really solid. Like we, we had it sort of locked down for what, like 56 minutes, probably bar like a bit of a wobble in the first half, maybe when they equalized. Mm. And yeah, then it all went sort of, it was more, the second half kind of played out sort of more how I thought the game might because of just because of the weather. I was like, I don't. I was I was surprised by the amount of control we had in the first half just because it was so chaotic out there. We are going to get to the reason it all fell apart in a minute because that's my agenda and the agenda <laughs> that I fucking love. <laughs> but first, like, we have to talk about Jess and Az, man, because, uh, like, she's, an, she's one I've been slightly worried about this season. I'm like, because I, you know, we're such just as believers, aren't we? Yeah. And but I for, and I forget how young she is actually, because she's been around yeah. for such a long time. She's only what twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. So she's been injured a lot, and it was just that question of actually, is she is she going to be able to kind of come with us on this journey? Like, I really want her to, and I firmly believe that she does have like several more levels to go through. But whether it was ever going to happen was a question. But she was so confident out there. Absolutely, and I think I agree because it. I think the early part of the season was like she just looked like she was playing within herself, mm-hmm. um, like weirdly but, slow, right? There yeah, was yeah. I'd be like, I, like I, I know you can move faster than that. Maybe <laughs> yeah. she was afraid of getting injured again. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I think maybe we're seeing uh, a fully fit Jess Naz who has confidence in her body, but and her own ability because I think. She's fast becoming a game changer off the bench and she puts fear into the opposition because because of the way that she can kind of run in behind. And I think the more she does it, she also she was offside quite a few times, but I think when she gets it right, it almost kind of makes up for the five or six times she is offside because she's so dangerous. Um and it's just nice kind of seeing her add end products, I think, to her to her game. I think to kind of take the ball on the turn in the way that she did in the finish. You just, you know, if, if that's, um, I don't, if that's one of like, you know, Beth Mead scoring that type of goal, whoever it is, that's getting clipped, that's going everywhere. People are like, oh my God, like what yep. great technique. So yeah, I think she's now showing um, that she is going to come on this journey with us, that she can be at the level that we're trying to get to. So I'm happy for her because yeah, she, you know, she's one of our own. We've been really, you know, she's been with the she squad is, for a really man. long time. Like, so, 
yeah, I'm, 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 it's nice to see her thriving and and having those type of plays, even if even if they are coming off the bench, where the opposition would be worried. Then you 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 look and think, yeah, we've got a gem, and we've just got to keep making sure that she can keep pushing herself forward. I do feel like opposition teams so often don't know what to do with her, and yeah, I don't. I don't know what know it is they, exactly. They, 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 I think they know that they can't really catch her, but she's really good one v one as well. Yeah. I think she can she can dribble. So it's it's kind of a case of if 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 she if she's gone first, I think, and she runs in behind, you know, unless you're going to bring her down, you're, you're going to give away um, a red card. So I think where we really saw that was like in the North London derby because Arsenal was starting to change the way that they were defending because they were so worried, and I yeah. think it does offer us a different dynamic. Um, when we've then got Beth or Martha on the pitch, or if they're on the pitch at the same time, because if Jess is playing through the middle, it just that ability to be able to stretch the play. Yeah, um, that's what she really. That's what she really gives us. And there aren't many, I would say, like players who are playing number nine in the league at the moment play in that way. So I think that's why also opposition they don't know how to defend against her because they don't have that. There aren't many players in the league that that have that style of play. That's true. She's very unique. I definitely, um, I, I feel like she's going to thrive now and I'd mm. love to see it. Our other, the other big win for us on the night was the return of our Finns in midfield. Evelina and Olga back together at last. It makes so much sense. We love to see it. And while it was happening, it was working perfectly. Yeah, it was, oh, it was beautiful. I think, Olga's After your like glowing tribute to her the other week, I was like, yeah. "Oh, she's back!" <laughs> yeah, like it's just, just like, like honestly, it makes such a difference having two players in your midfield who are tactically astute. Technically, they're really good on the ball, um, and also because they're they're both finished, you can just see that the way that they can communicate with each other. It seems like they anticipate each other's um movement so them as a unit they just give us so much kind of control in midfield and I think that kind of you know when we're like oh look at the play we're knocking the ball around they have that you know they contribute so much to that because we've got so much solidity um in midfield so it's just so good to kind of have them both back on the pitch playing in their preferred position where they're really good at (laughs) um and I think we see more of that but yeah I think Having Olga back is is such a big boost. Um, it's a proper game think, changer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think they're they're just the type of players when they play next to each other, they elevate they they almost elevate themselves. We see a better Evelina when Olga's on the pitch, and I think we see a better Olga. We saw a better Olga in the first half than the second half. Then you know when Evelina had moved out of that position, so keep them together. This is yeah, the summary. It did. It got a little ropey. So essentially the big change was necessary. I don't really, you could argue about the sort of the personnel that he brought on, that Robert brought on. But I think, so we started out with, with, with Amy Turner in central defense and she had to go off at about sort of the hour mark. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. And because she'd been, she'd had an injury and she's just coming back. And obviously mm. we've got like two games now coming up. And one of those obviously very big. Um, so I understood why he took her off and um, who else did he take off? I've literally just blanked. Was it just Amy? Yeah. I feel like it was, it was just Amy. He was the first sub. Yeah. 
but that was like the big oh I yeah, know yeah. I know where I've got my like that's kind of muddled my mind it's not just COVID um because it kind of meant the whole situation the, got two, yeah, the, the, shifted. the, the system changed yeah. yeah so yeah so Amy Turner came off and oh Jess Nurse came in at the same time actually to be fair but yeah oh she was... came on for Martha for Martha, yeah, because I think Who Martha also, was that's also, so Martha yeah, also was suffering from, yeah, exactly. So it was all substitutions that made sense. And the just for Martha substitution is totally fine and we get it. Mm. And it obviously ended up working, so not a problem. Um, but the, yeah, the Amy for Ramona switch was a problem because Ramona took Evelina's place in central midfield and Evelina moved back into central defence, which was something that had... So Evelina was in central defence last week against Sheffield also to not great effect and we are down on central defenders so I get and Evelina is someone that Robert trusts massively so I get why because Luana's out and we've just sent Shalina out on loan so there just kind of isn't anybody else in there really yeah and it doesn't seem completely insane to have a central midfielder move back into central defense but it just at the time I was like this is absolutely incredible for my pro Amy Turner agenda, which is, as you know, is is the hill I've decided to die up. But then now I'm I'm no, tripping yeah. down. I'm tripping <laughs> it down on it, not just because of what happened on Sunday, but because of actually, it turns out there are dozens of us out there. I'm telling you, <laughs> there, there is there is a Turner hive. It exists. It's a wild and wonderful thing. Um, but basically, yeah, she came out of central defence. Evelina went in. That all went to pieces, not just because Amy went off, but also because then Evelina wasn't in central midfield. So the whole, that was, was part like of the problem, negative. basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So from being 3-1 up, we then were brought back to 3-all in quite like like embarrassing fashion. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like one of the goals was all right. One was like, Bara and Evelina just like weren't looking at each other or talking to each yeah, other. Yeah, it looked like a complete miscommunication between them. Um, and then yeah, I don't know. I feel like Evelina she she kind of thought she had more time than she did to mm-hmm. clear the ball, which for me is characteristic of somebody that's playing in midfield. You probably would have more time, but right, you would I literally would... have loads yeah. more time because yeah. you're further ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so but I, I would say like I proved that Asayi was their best player, um, and she just wanted it more. She anticipated because she, I think Asayi had almost like a striker's instinct of mm. anticipating where I think this ball is going to drop, um, and Evelina didn't sense the danger uh, as quickly um, as Asayi sensed the opportunity to pounce. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't blame her because she's not a centre back. She's not going to read danger in the same way that Amy Turner was because that's not her position. She's not familiar with it. Um, and I just think, I personally, I don't want to see it again. It's hard because it's like, at, at this moment in time, if Amy can't do 90 minutes on Sunday uh, or, or Luana Buller's not back, I don't think it will cause us a problem against Southampton, fingers crossed. But um, <laughs> maybe. Um, but I, you Hopefully, know, I you know, even if it causes yeah. a couple of problems, it won't be insurmountable. It won't be, yeah. yeah. But I look and think, don't hurt us I, I don't know gods. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're supposed to do. It's kind of like because it it just it doesn't work for me, and I think we lose too much in midfield. I think as well by to moving her out of position because Ramona Petzberger is also 
turned midfielder this season. Um, so I was quite surprised it was her and not Kit. Yeah, same because I think again, oh. I think when you want someone that's really, really comfortable on the ball, yeah. I would choose Kit over Ramona. But or again, who knows? Maybe she was kind of carrying a knock, not ready to play or whatever it was. True. Um, but yeah, it's kind of... Um, but ultimately, yeah, that's the lost. bigger problem, isn't it? Because mm. I feel like I would I would probably trust Evelina to figure it out in central defence. I just think that we'd lose so much when we break up. I, I, it almost feels like you keep that partnership together at all costs and you do, yeah. and you just put another body in central defence. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you- I know almost like... You know, Ash Neville. Like, I'm sorry. I know you don't want to play there, but you might have to. Yeah, no, exactly. Or, or it's like a, a Charlie Grant's another one. I know you don't want to play mm-hmm. there, but you may need to. But I think we need. Uh, I would rather put a fullback in that position, like Andrew would actually, than put a central defender. Um, <laughs> I like the idea that there. Robert's just gone. You know, oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, I think, and I know there's been a lot. I think there's a lot of talk as well about how he's, you know, he thinks Evelina can play that position. But I also remember not too long ago when he was telling us that he thought Evelina could would be the one of the best number sixes in the world. So I think yeah. he very much like he's very good at bigging them up, and he's very publicly supportive. But I, yeah, I, I, I personally just don't think that's a combination that works. I think even the uh, West Ham's third goal. You know, just once again, we're just we're just conceding far too many goals from crosses. Um, and yeah, this is a. Yeah, I mean, this is was, a problem. Whoever's in defense, yeah, time. yeah, it yeah. is. But and I think it it was Evelina who was trying to um, pick up um, Tissiak. So it just, yeah, it, I don't think that's the best solution. I think, especially going into that city game where we're going to need people that can retain the ball. Um, when we're in trouble, I, I would rather see her in midfield and then we go with an emergency solution after, you know, if Amy could do 90 minutes, great. I, you know, I'm actually going to like, I'm really, really, I can't believe I'm saying this. They I all really, come around in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I'm a month ago, I was really staring dire in that defence. But, you know, like, you know, we're, we're at that point now. I'd, I'd much rather see um, Amy there. I'd rather see her not play against Southampton and push towards trying to do the full game against City to be honest because I think we need her I think we lost just a bit of organisation at the back I'm not saying that I, I don't think her and and has had amazing games because all of West Ham's attacks in the first half were coming down their side anyway really but we lost but they weren't going anywhere particularly yeah, that's yeah. the thing I feel yeah, like we, we were we were dealing with it yeah Um, and yeah we just lost a bit of kind of we lost the basics which is like you know that's just not her position so I'm not surprised um so yeah I think a problem for Robert to solve because I think every other kind of when he's tried people in different positions and and whatnot and we've been a bit "Mm, it has worked but this one doesn't feel like an experiment that I'm I, I want to see again Personally. No, and I definitely but, yeah. don't. I don't want to see it on Sunday. Although you know, <laughs> who, who knows? knows? <laughs> who knows? Um, let's. Yeah, so we were sort of umming um, and ahhing about our so, so the substitutions did not work. Half worked, half didn't work, but we we got through it in the end because Jessica Naz um, knows how to save the day. Basically, how do you feel? Um, Barbara did. Um, 
she was a bit worrying, I think, in terms of, I think she's just a bit sloppy. Yeah, um, wasn't the sort of confident, I, I can't, you know, she came out of the North London derby and she was so up for it. And obviously, you know, they're all going to be so up for those games mm. and that's fine. And you're not going to get just realistically that level of kind of concentration, focus, commitment doesn't mm. happen. And that's fine because we ask for them to step it up in the North London derby. Yeah. Right? So there has to be something for them to step it up from. But she didn't. And obviously, I suppose, again, the weather conditions were crazy. Yeah, I, I would say probably out of ev everyone, her position is probably the hardest in terms of dealing with the weather conditions because she mm -hmm. can't, you know, tracking the flight of the ball and all of these type of things. And also, she probably she's feeling the brunt of the weather because, you know, she was stood still for the yeah. large portions of the game doing nothing. So I think I'd like to put it down, hopefully, that it was just not her game. Um I, you know, I still, I still have confidence in her because we know what she can do, and like you know, we saw it in the North London derby. But I, it, you know, there were a few, there were question marks. Um, but I think you know, we've got a couple. She wasn't of games as now. commanding as I thought, as I, as I've come to think of her as. You know, mm. I didn't think she just quite, yeah, she just didn't have that sort of. Again, like I think of her as a player with such swagger, right? That she's like, mm. I've got this covered, and it just wasn't quite happening. But again, yeah. you know, a mad I think yeah. Sunday. I think it's yeah. dis disruptive for her as well, kind of not knowing what your back four is going to look like. True. Kind of. yeah, yeah, very true. It's not It's not easy, I think, for her her to manage, especially as she actually still is quite new to the, to the league because she's, you know, she has this is her second league game. So hopefully... Oh, that's mad, actually, isn't it? I've sort of... Yeah, I've, yeah I, I feel like... It's almost like that North London derby was 10 games. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. in terms of, I know, I'm like, surely we get more than three points for it. Like, I genuinely mm. feel like that, I suppose. That, but it's true, like, the value of a win like that to our, you know, to our club, to our fan yeah. base at this moment in time, especially, is incalculable, really. Um, Becky was not on the bench, and we still don't mm. know why. Um, yeah. I'm assuming injury or illness. Yeah, yeah, or, you know, personal reasons or something. Yeah. I, I can't imagine why you know, unless she literally could physically couldn't be on the bench, I can't imagine why she wouldn't be there. I really, I feel like if it was some sort of transfer related, we would have had an announcement by now. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping that she's just going to play because I think I don't, I don't want her Spurs career to end like this um, because she started the season so well. Um, and I don't want those kind of the Manchester uh, United and City games to kind of be the, the last moments that she has in her first career. I think she's given us so so God, much no, that time and commitment. Yeah, heart, like I, yeah, I feel like she she deserves something. It might, it, you know, it's not. I'm not going to sit here and say I want to chop and change them because I really didn't like it when we used to chop and change Becky and Tinny before Tinny left. But yeah, I don't, I don't want this to be the end of her story because I think she she deserves far more than that. So fingers crossed, it's nothing too serious and. You know, it uh, it would be nice, hopefully, if we, you know, we see her play against Southampton. But yeah, that would be good, wait and actually. See. Yeah. yeah, actually, and that is a good, good point, I think, to turn our attention to um, the midweek game. It's Thursday night, isn't it? Mm. Um, it's on Spurs play, guys, if you're listening Spurs and you don't play, know how so to you... watch. Yes. It is, it is on there. I don't know if it's on the FA player, but, um, but yeah, the, the club are showing it. So if you have a subscription, Amazing. tune in. Amazing. Yeah. 
because that was one of the things that drove us all completely insane about the um, FA Cup game where we couldn't yeah. anywhere. So this mm-hmm. one, thank you. Maybe they've heard us complaining. Who knows? We'll take it. Um, yeah, so it's at Southampton. It's our last ga- group game, isn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah, it is. So are we, we're not in any... I feel like we should we we should be going through, right? We're yeah, I think we're, it's if it we lose nice if or we draw, s- it's a bit. Mm. Yeah, I think a win with a bit of stat padding will be nice because I think mm-hmm. we'll definitely cement ourselves as the best second place team on goal difference. Because it's annoying yeah. losing on penalties to Arsenal because they got the extra points. So I think yeah. as long as we we win the game, uh, to be fair, I think our goal difference is by far better than any other second place team anyway. Is it just um, one second place team or two that go through? Maybe two, but I think we're quite lucky because one of the northern groups like Man United, Man City, they're all basically in the same group. So they're not able to outdo, they don't be able to add too much to their goal difference um, when they're all playing each other. But um, yeah, I think we'll be fine and we'll be, we'll be um, confident. But I think... The FA Cup game, defensively, we looked a bit suspect. Sunday, defensively, we looked a bit suspect. So I think going into City, knowing what a really good defensive performance we actually will need, it would be nice if we could kind of iron out a few kinks. Um, oh, interesting. Would yeah. you? Oh, okay. So would you run out? You wouldn't switch up the defence then on Thursday. You would be like, <laughs> actually, let's let's do what we let's. It's tricky, honest, isn't it? Because I feel cent- like central defenders. We haven't. If we don't have anyone fit, we can't. How can we rotate them? That's the true. fullbacks. I think we should. I think Charlie Grant would be. You know, she should get more minutes. I think mm-hmm. it's good to see Amanda Nilden get her debut. Um, Amanda Nilden, who Abby, we've just discovered, is actually a, it's, it's not in fact a central defender who can play central midfield, as my right. cursory googling had <laughs> promised me. Um, in fact, yeah. she's, a, she's a left back who also likes to play further forward. So she's actually very similar to Charlie Grant. Yeah, we've kind of signed two. But then I think maybe Charlie will also give us that flexibility of being able to play on either side, which kind of makes me feel a bit oh, okay, sad. Yeah. I feel like she's as me to replacement. Um, I know. Even though feel, still here. Yeah. But it would be nice he to see her minutes as well. But, but I don't feel like, I feel like Robert just doesn't like her. Doesn't rate her, yeah. Because no. it doesn't, she's not getting really any game time. Um, which is really depressing and she's out of contract in the summer isn't she so yeah she's one where I'm kind of expecting within the next week to possibly we see a loan somewhere Um, because you know it must be a bit you know it's hard you're working hard in training you're not really getting any minutes and then you know you look at the signings and two players that come through also play your position Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah it it must be tough for her but but, I mean, yeah. he's literally rather, he's chosen to play that has James out of position as well. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Ex- ex- exactly. I think if we can give the spine a bit of a rest, um, great. Uh, you know, I, I think we now have enough depth where we can rotate and be confident mm-hmm. of winning winning the game, I think. I think um, Kit and Ramona should be able to do that job. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I think you know maybe somebody like maybe Jess will start, 
Um, obviously, Ros is still with us. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I made that sound really bad. She, you know, she, she's still with us. She didn't play on Sunday, is what I meant. Like, um, so, yes, yeah, she should hopefully um, get some minutes. I'm not that much of a hater, please. No, I don't, think any, I don't think but, um, anybody is anymore, are they? They're just like, you, oh, it's you just, just expect it. Ros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I think we, we do, I think, have enough to kind of give to make sure the likes of Grace, Celine, Beth, Martha, just to make sure they're fresh going into the game, Olga, Evelina. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it almost looks like Molly might have to play because she's our only kind of out and out centre back at the moment who could do 90 minutes. So yeah, who, who knows? But a little oh, bit was of, it? Of oh, rest. I can't remember who I was listening to the other day. Maybe it was our friends at N17 Women who were saying like Molly, like Molly has like not missed, she's never, she's not been injured. So, yeah, I mean, only touch words. Well, exactly, that, exactly. But, yeah. That made me like did, fear for our lives. Basically. Yeah, she did. She did go down. I think she had cramp on Sunday. Which yeah, I actually think that just the chaotic nature of the game, and actually, it was really high intensity. Um, Sunday's game. So you look and think with her, you think, you know, if, she, if she's suffering with cramp, this maybe she she should be also one that doesn't do ninety on Thursday because it's a short turnaround to then go and play on Sunday. Um, then again, City have the Manchester Derby, so they may not be able to rotate as much. Oh, okay. Good they point. Do, they, yeah, they do They do have strength and depth as well. So, um, who knows? But I think three points um, on Thursday, stress and, you know, not to be, <laughs> I don't want a problematic performance. Just, <laughs> just go and get the job done. Make yeah, sure just that get we... the job done. Don't give us anything to fret about ahead yeah. of what honestly is like to me it's almost like now we've you know now we've got the north london derby out of the way we've played chelsea even though we like lost united i feel like all of these teams like i don't fear them so much anymore but yeah. city the city i do fear mm, like yeah. deep like honestly like deep like in my bones in my soul and it isn't just city like it is very specifically bunny shaw because yeah. we literally I mean we give her hat tricks she takes hat tricks it doesn't really matter like can we restrict yeah. her I, I don't know it's or do we just hope that we can score some goals yeah basically, we, basically and then I, it's really hard with Bunny because like I, I, I love me some Bunny Shaw like I yeah, what she's done um, for Jamaica alone but I think you know, she doesn't get the respect um, that she deserves at a global level. She's never nominated for any of the awards. Um, but that's absolutely insane. She, I mean, she's one of the best number nines in world football. Yeah, and it's not yeah. like it's not like she, you know, just only scores hat tricks against us. Like she's already got like three hat tricks this season. Yeah, but she's she has got three in her last four games. As in, so, she was only yeah. really, I feel like she was only really kind of scoring hat-tricks against us. We were the originals. And now she's like, oh, I'll just do that against everyone. Um, See, I but we were we the first. To... Yeah. <laughs> you can't exactly. take that from us. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would not, like, I wouldn't, I don't actually want to be the team that makes it four and five. <laughs> yeah, please, can we but not? I think what her strengths are in terms of, like technically, like she's superb, but also physically, she's incredible in the air she's strong she can really hold the ball up um and she can bring others into play and when I look at where we've been struggling defensively it has been that kind of aerial presence our team is quite short to be fair um 
and I, I look and think, like, if she gets going, she could get going. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. She is the complete centre forward, basically, isn't she? Like, if you 100%. wanted to, like, design one, th- mm-hmm. she would be it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like every goal that's, that, yeah, that she scores against us, it's kind of like half, like 90% of me, like, this is painful. But then 10%, I'm like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Um, but, you have yeah. to admire it. But it is just, yeah. I was because I was watching them play Liverpool at the weekend. And Liverpool, I would say, are a more sort of organised team than mm. us in that sort of trad way, right? Um, and I think, you know, you could argue the possibility. I mean, because we just, we really went to pieces against City. And it was like they were determined not to go to pieces. You could see them really fighting. Mm. And they were, you know, they tried to stay, you know, they stayed like compact and organized, focused, and all of the things that you're supposed to do against those teams. And even then, she scored a hat trick and they lost 5 1. Yeah. So and, I did watch that. It could have been more. Yeah. Um, and I think the one thing that watching that game as well is that their their press is so good and the way they set up the press. And that's why I really stress the point that Evelina should be in midfield because we need people to receive the ball when we're playing out from the back in midfield to retain that ball um, and be able to turn. And I think mm-hmm. Liverpool really struggled with that. They kept losing possession uh, on the edge of their box, or if it was the second pass, they kept, you know, City were turning the ball over. And you don't need to give the likes of Lauren Hamp or Chloe Kelly or Bunny Shaw almost like a free shot a goal. They'll score regardless. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I think we were we were kind of victims of of our own mistakes when we played them the first time. Um, that being said, they were really clinical, and we could get that City again on Sunday but yeah I, I, I don't know I just think think about the goal difference is what, I, what is my message to, to what the to what our team would be um, but we also have to go for it I think the way that we're playing I think like you mentioned it earlier we're, go- we're going to have to outscore teams because we don't seem like a team that's ready to like keep clean sheets yeah you know the, the North London derby actually was quite rare in terms of not actually keeping a, a clean sheet so I think we're going to have to defend well but we're also going to have to go for it and we're going to have to take our chances um the good thing about city is you can score against them it is possible yeah they um, do they do give you chances mm, there are openings yeah. and in a way i think okay we are we're not very secure in defense and there are and you know i was listening to a pod earlier that was like oh you know it's because that's the way you know robert villaham likes to play he's not interested in defense i'm like i actually that's not fair at all i think a lot mm. of it is like we just you know we've had a lot of injuries and we don't have the personnel right now and it's obvious that this isn't like this is not his plan for the finished product yeah, this is, what it's he not wants a sustainable give, way. and he knows yeah. that he's not yeah, a stupid it's man not, it's like yeah. but the point is it's about giving the players the confidence now so even if we do concede, we can still keep going, right? Mm. And the seven was we was it seven nil? Did we get yeah, a consolation? No, we did not get consolation. Can. No, we literally yeah, it was seven nil. Yeah. Um, you know the fact that we did bounce back from that with the North London derby win, I think is such a it's so it's such a good it's such a testament 
to the work that he's put in with these players, right? Because it's just these things are going to happen sometimes and they are going to happen in this league, uh, you know, quite a lot probably just because of the resources, the way that, you know, top teams hoard them and all the rest of it. So you just have to try to be brave and to be like, well, all right, we probably are going to concede, but we might also score as well. And even if we're not going to, you know, we'll try and win this game, but if we don't win this game, it's not going to, you know, yeah, we're not going to lose sleep over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think, in in all fairness, where we've really made the investments and where we've noticed a real improvement, I think, has been the midfield and the attacking area of the of the pitch. I think we fixed the fullback issue. Yep. But probably the last kind of department to to really kind of push forward is central defence. So whether it's a case of we bring someone in on an emergency kind of short-term basis because we don't know, the you know, Luana Bula's fitness. Um, Amy Turner has also had injuries this season. You know, whether we kind of, between now and the end of the window, fix that on an emergency basis or we wait to the summer, I think we have full faith because we've seen what he's done in other areas and, and who he's developed. I think defensively we will get better. And I yeah. think as as fans... Like, like you said, like being able to just know that our team's going to try and win the game—that's enough for now. Like nobody wants to be conceding three, four, four, five goals um, every time you play. Um, but we're, you know, we're in transition. Like this project only started a few months ago. We're on the same number of points at the halfway point that we were in the entirety of last season. Mm-hmm. So. That we cannot really be overstated, on. man. Yeah. It's not because it's it's the points and the style. Like yeah. we're we're a, we're like a different club. Yeah, it's just the vibes. Like it's like mm. yeah, we, you know, people. You know, that even online, like it, it just feels like everything is is just a bit louder. It's a bit brighter. Like people are going to games. Yeah, it just everybody believes in in this project, and I think credit to Robert and his staff for kind of changing the narrative because it's, it's just yeah. felt like we have a club that doesn't care about its women's team. I'm not saying we're in the perfect place. There's still a lot for the club to do. I think we're still um, heavily critical of that, but to actually have a team that you believe in where you think, actually, when you look at the, the, the teams in the league, you know, we can have confidence that we'll be the next team to kind of break that top four. Yeah. Um, kind of dominance that they've they and chokehold that they've had on the rest of the rest of the league. We're gonna win the league. Unless <laughs> unless Chelsea by Lena Oberdorf. Because yeah, then it's, we're fucked. Yeah. yeah. Anyways we we can try for second if that happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Things anything's possible, maybe not that, but other things are possible. It's all mm. good. Okay. We just yeah, basically thoughts and prayers on Sunday, ultimately. Um, and you know hopefully a goal or two that's whatever just as long as it's I think if we could we can we can legitimately ask for an improvement on 7-0 I feel like that's allowed as long as the the, the goal difference doesn't get damaged too much because us being level on points with United and Liverpool we just we we don't I don't want to get to the end of the season where it's like oh it was our goal difference that cost us Um, so because that is where we are right now we're basically there um, because of goal difference, we're behind them because of goal difference. Basically, because of those two horrible games against the mm. Manchester teams. Yeah. So if we can just improve on that, yeah. Then and why not? Yeah. Mm. So let's look ahead to the other Manchester City game 
just a little game on Friday night at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. Um, what round even is it? It's still so early. It's like fourth yeah, round. Yeah, the fourth round. It's it? the fourth round. Yeah. I'm saying, I like having a hopefully said to Ollie the other day, I was like, is it fifth round yet? It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so far to go. Yeah. Um, how you feeling? I think it's hot. It's are you going? Those. Have you got a ticket? Yes, but yeah, I am. Nice. I am Where are you going to be sitting? Um, oh, I think I am west up or somewhere. Mm-hmm. But um, but towards, I think I've like when I'm trying to get tickets, like, I purposely try to sit close to the south stand. Um, I made the mistake last season when we played. I think it was Portsmouth, and I was sat right next to like the north stand and they had the whole north stand and like, I literally left with a headache oh, so well, yeah because yeah. I think City have taken their full away allocation so but yeah I think that would be good it's, it's just one of those games where I feel like probably both sets of fans like when the draw was made we both kind of went oh for god's sake um this lot again fuck's sake. yeah <laughs> yeah I feel like we know that they're that we're their bogey team but equally you, you it's never nice playing City like it, you know. So I think, who knows what what we're gonna see? But, I mean, they still haven't scored at our stadium. Who knows? I know, and it's like I know it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen at some point, mm. and it's just like, could it happen in a game that we win? So it doesn't fucking matter, please. Um, there's rumours that James Madison might be back. I would. Given that we, although, I mean, to be honest, we don't know. The way like Ange is like keeping everything so secret these days, mm. we don't really know, do we? But we would imagine that if he is playing, he's not going to start, right? Yeah, I, I can, you know, maybe, I don't know, like 20 minutes or whatnot. Maybe. Yeah. Do you know, I think if, we, if, we, if we're if we still in the game with, with 15, 20 minutes to go and we chuck him on, I thought I, feel, I consider that a success. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So I think he's a signing of the summer. Um, and when you go and look at assists or whatever you want to look at in metrics in the league, um, he's still there and he hasn't played for three months. And I think that just shows. Um, I just want to see him again, Lauren. Do yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's been so long. Yeah. I'm like, did he ever, like, you've got the, you know, the stats, the metrics, all that. But I'm like, did he ever really play for Tottenham? Did we dream yeah. it? Was it all like it's a almost like dream? watching videos in the archives? It feels yeah, so okay. Um, but yeah, I think it would be so, so, so good. The buzz it would that. give us, like when I mean yeah, like that day, that but that day when like Bentancourt came back, right, and yeah. we all lost our shit. Yeah, Madison coming back is going to make that look like like nothing exactly it's been a, like honestly that, i love you that, rodrigo that i didn't dose. mean that but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah like because we've been waiting for him and, and and we know what what he can bring to the team and i think also the thought of kind of having matters and uh benson court on the same pitch at the same time um like yeah oh, i need to lie down just thinking wait. about it man yeah it's, it's gonna like, be so good yeah, I don't know. I think because we've waited for it so long, like you know, regardless of whether we win, we beat City or not, we're so like we're in touching distance of having our team back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only thing that worries me is that I think City's demon is Sonny, um, yes. and they've after after how many games um, that he's played, they still have not worked out a way um, to defend against him, and we are going to, into that game without him. 
That being said, I think Werner and Brennan, in the way that they're dynamic and running in behind, and where City sh- have always struggled, I think, you know, regardless of what whichever manager or whichever system we play, whichever personnel, that direct running in behind that we do, they, they've always really struggled to defend. So I think mm-hmm. we'll still have those characteristics. But I think what what Tony gives us is is that clinical finishing. Yeah. Um so we'll see what happens. But, but also they don't know, like Kulu and he loves playing against them as well. He's another yeah, one. That's and, that's that's very true. The deck he had. Yeah. Exactly. Grounds, but exactly. Yeah. But um, he does love it. He's always very confident playing against them and he will be back. Yeah. So that's the other thing I'm clinging on to. What do you think um the lineup's gonna be? That we know like back foot back Talking about four is, is all done. We know Benson Core is going to play. Um, would you like? I'm thinking like Hoybia, Benson Core, Kulu midfield. Yeah, I think it's either going to be. I think Kulu's definitely going to. I think he'll kind of play as the turn. Obviously, we know Benson Core will be there. I think he'll make a decision whether it will be Skipper Hoybia. I mm. think. Do you start. have a personal preference? Um, no, I, like I, I, I genuinely think neither of them particularly suits that number eight role particularly yeah. well. So it's just kind of you know I think you know at the end of the day they're coming in and doing a job. Nobody expected them to have to start as as as, as regularly as they have, or even have had as many minutes off the bench. I'm not gonna. Um, sit here and slag them off we know they don't fit the system that's not their fault they're just not those type of players but we are where we are yeah um with them so I think I'm not gonna feel one type of way or the other um whichever one kind of starts um and then I think yeah he's gonna probably play Werner on the left um Brennan on the right Rishi up top um and then we see I think we see what happens um it's not the strongest midfield, but it's the midfield that we have. So yeah, yeah. well, it's not say it's not the strong. We know that it's not the strongest. It's not. It's not the point. weakest. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like it's <laughs> not. It is what it is at this point. Yeah, and having our back four like back yeah. as it was, I think, you know, just having Mickey back is is going to make a massive, massive difference as uh, well. Absolutely, because I've, I've also saw that Harland might be back in training, so I don't, like, I don't know. Oh, like, yeah, there's, like, the, weird, yeah. like, mixed reports. Rumors I mean, I'm just going to assume that he he will play, and yeah, then if anything else happens enough. on the night, I'll be like, oh, that's nice, you know. Yeah, but I think, you know, if we beat them, great. That's one of the biggest, the hardest teams to beat in the competition. Yeah. Uh, they're out. Um, you know, we have to have confidence about going all the way. Yeah, if man. we lose, there's no shame in losing to the team that just won the treble. <laughs> so, like, yeah. it, you know, it is it is what it is. It's kind of like I'm not gonna lose sleep over it. I was not alive the last time that we won the FA Cup, so it's just kind oh of my like, god. Yeah, we've we've <laughs> we've we've lost to far worse opponents in the FA Cup over recent years. Um, so I mean, yeah, I li- we'll literally, it, but, literally yeah. last year, yeah. Yeah, so, so like, yeah. At least I this think... one, hopefully, if we go out, we go, you know, yeah, exactly. We go, yeah, out, we're going to go out on our sword. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Of, yeah, so. And we're and, not going to go out because it, it could potentially be like. Yeah, they're both team. So, exactly. Yeah. You know? who, who knows? But I think the best thing about it is that 
there's an excitement and a buzz that the game's coming because the team hasn't played in a while and it's like you know that you're going to watch a team that's going to try and win the game. Mm-hmm. Whether we win it or not, who knows? But we're, we're going to enjoy watching the team play. So yeah, The atmosphere is going to be insane. I think that's, mm. that's the other thing. Everyone will be so, so, so up for it. So, yeah, anything's possible. We've done it before. You know, why not do it again? Exactly. All right. Um, let us wrap things up now with culture. Give me your recommendations, please. Yeah, well, you put plural. I feel like, to be fair, work's so manic. So I haven't done many cultural things. Over I think last, last week, week I literally was like, just one song. Cause I yeah, done I literally, I've come to you with one song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that is enough. Um, yeah, it's a song by uh, Victor Ray called "Comfortable." It's kind of he's like a more of a like a I was I called I called him the new gen R and B artist. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, who doesn't love a song about heartbreak? But yeah, he's got a really nice voice. Um, so yeah, that um, there's a really good playlist that I listen to um, on Spotify, which kind of just brings up new R&B songs weekly and that was one on there that I was like oh this is really nice let me save this one. Oh, cool and, so yeah. is he is he yeah, a completely a... new dude because I feel like I get these playlists as well and I'm like oh I feel like I've discovered a new star and then it's just like oh no this is oh, literally look, this like is the their fifth album. album yeah I've just been <laughs> yeah, asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I think not brand new but then obviously hasn't kind of taken off and had the upwards trajectory but mm-hmm. um I will delve a little bit deeper, I think, into this, his, uh, I was going to say discovery, like, oh God, it's, I'm tired. <laughs> um, I'll be, anyways, I'm going to look into his previous songs um, and I'll I'll have a listen and yeah, that'll be nice. That'll be cool. nice. But yeah, that's, will, that's my yeah. bit of culture. Excellent. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to check that out as well. Um, mm. I have a 10 minute film to recommend to everyone. Um, I did tweet about it the other day, I think, when I watched it, and it is called Yellow. And it is um, set in Afghanistan, and it is just one scene, basically, of um, a girl going to buy um, a sort of full burqa because Mm -hmm. the Taliban are in power. It is really beautifully shot-acted, obviously, pretty devastating because the situation for women and girls in Afghanistan right now is sort of beyond dire basically um I think it's I think you can literally just watch it on YouTube it yeah it's called Yellow it's very beautiful just strong strong recommend from me um really it would be worth your time if it was longer but since it's not it definitely is worth your time um yeah and that's it from me as well actually um Doran, thank you so much. Thanks for chatting with me this evening. Um, I've loved it as always. Yeah. Yeah. Could you see us out? Up first.